The very next week, I got a surprise call from my cardiology office. There had been a cancellation. They could get me in for my ablation next week, January 26th, three weeks ahead of schedule. Did I want it? Of course I did. The sooner the better. Yes, I felt a little nervous, but I knew, even though the thought of a microwave probe cooking my heart muscle from the inside was a bit scary, that the risks of this procedure were minimal and far outweighed the risks of remaining on antiarrhythmic medications for life. I was excited just to be making an attempt at a cure, though I was well aware that AFib could not be cured per se. But the RFPVI ablation that I was about to undergo carries a theoretical 85% success rate based on the statistics of the various pathologies of AFib. Of course, as with any skill-dependent procedure, the practical success rate is much lower. My EP felt that, in my particular case, the chance of success might even be a little higher, though, due to my age and overall physical condition so I was very hopeful. The only preparation for the ablation is to take warfarin to get your INR into therapeutic range by the day of the procedure. Normally, warfarin is prescribed for the five days leading up to that day, but since I was already on warfarin and in therapeutic range following my recent cardioversion, I was good to go. I just kept doing what I had been and a few short days later I was packing my bag and getting ready to take my heart into the shop to have it worked on, from the inside. Under normal circumstances, just the thought of this would completely freak most people out, including me. But these were not normal circumstances. These were the proverbial desperate times. And, well, you know the saying, three years of AFib and now flutter had stripped away the life that I had once known. I had put all of my interests and anything that I found joy in on hold while trying to figure out how to just survive. At that point, I honestly felt, in the sense that I had withdrawn from life as I had known it, that I may as well have been dead. And since all fear ultimately stems from a fear of death, what was left for me to fear? Any anxiety that I might have felt was only over the chance that this procedure might not rid me of my long-standing chronic atrial fibrillation, the chance that I might not be able to return to a normal life. But that was in the way back of my mind. I was more excited to just get on with it and get it over with than anything else. Desperate measures? Here I come.